WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yes, sir. We're back for hour number two of the Weekend Gardener. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. Hey, Miss Monica, bring your green boots over here and and talk to us a minute. Any particular reason why you picked out that shade of green? or? Actually, I didn't. These were a gift from my husband and my children. So I oh, guess they, okay. they thought I like this color, that, and I do. It's a fine color. It, it's, uh, it's, it's a really pretty color. Yes, they do help keep my feet dry, so that's that's a plus. That's uh-huh. a good thing. Yes, Don't right. really matter what color they are on days like today. Miss Nelson's not wearing, you aren't wearing brogans, are you? No, you got shoes. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> well, uh, Ronnie Best was. Yes. So. Hey, Shorts and brogans. Okay. <laughs> there you go. And, uh, Eddie's got those too. He, he's 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 got his shorts and brogans. Well, I, I I don't wear them anymore because my neighbor set me back a, a good deal about five years ago. I had a pair of shorts on. I walked over there and he said, "Where'd you get that chicken you rode up on?" So <laughs> she was talking about my legs. <clears throat> so I don't, I'm not wearing them anymore. Might have to spray him with a water hose, saying something like that. Good gracious. So, Miss Monica, it, it's um, raining. Nice steady rain out here, but that's it okay. It is. It is. Lots most of, of folks are coming out this most morning. Of, most of my vendors are under shed, um, so that's not a problem. You can come out, just maybe grab a rain jacket and your umbrella and um, come out, do some shopping, get under the shed, and you can shop away without getting wet. So yeah, There's a lot of people scurrying about, so that's great. There are. Um, we've got a lot of vendors um, out today, a lot of pumpkins. We're sitting here now looking at a sea of orange down there, and I, not just orange. There's a few other colors. I texted uh, Ward Howe a while ago, and I said, come up here and tell us about your pumpkins. Uh-huh. So I hadn't, he pumpkins, that's pumpkins. right, pumpkins. He hasn't responded <laughs> to me, but he's out of, <clears throat> out of Sparta, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Well, that, you Boy, I tell you, they grow a lot of them up there. We get our – you know, that's where Bebe came from, but we get our um, – our at greens at Christmas and stuff from 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 Hal Brothers from down Sparta. down the hill there. Got How a few pumpkins that? from them this year uh-huh. too. I love Sparta. We have some of my Melissa's and my favorite relatives live up there. So uh, yeah, it's a nice nice part of the part of the state. Uh, so Monica, what 
what do we have out here this morning? We, we've started with the pumpkins. Let's move down the line. That's right, we do. And along with the pumpkins, of course, there's all sorts of gourds and mums, bales of straw, corn stalks, and we have pansies. I saw some beautiful pansies and violas up there this morning, some of the ornamental cabbages and kales as well. So getting that fall planting done, you can definitely spruce up your garden and add it that little spot of color for the, for the winter and fall coming up. Um, we do also have a lot of shrubs here um, and trees, and it's a great time for planting. So you can come out, and um, our vendors will share share their wealth of knowledge with you and help you figure out exactly what you might need to add to your landscape. Good, good, very, very good. Uh, the uh, We were talking earlier about the pansies and violas. They don't like a, a lot of wet, so I wouldn't plant them today. They could get messy anyway. Yeah. Trying to plant yeah. anything, but and still it's a good day to pick them out, though. That's right. <laughs> a wonderful <laughs> day to pick them out. Yep. Ready after this rain gets out of the way to, yeah. to put right in, or if you're working on some containers, maybe um, definitely have a great lot, great selection of things that you can make some really beautiful containers. We have a few vendors that already have containers put together for you. So, um, and if you're looking that perfect container, just run up on the hill there to Market Imports and they have a great selection there of various different containers and trellises and all kinds of things up there that you can find for your landscape. Apples. Well, yes. some great steaming apples. The hard and tart ones are coming out now. They are. We've got more and more varieties as we get on into October. We'll have pretty much every variety of the apples available that comes in from our North Carolina mountains. And um, Pink Ladies are not here yet. I know that's one of the favorites. Um, I understand any time now we'll probably start seeing those. Um, we're seeing some of the, um, seen a few Honeycrisp, a few Fuji starting to come in, and of course, you're, there's a crimson crisp. If you haven't tried it yet, it's really good. Um, so, great selection of apples. If you like sweet or you like tart, you can find them all, um, along with the fresh apple cider and dried apples and uh, sweet potatoes coming in now. The new crop of sweet potatoes are here, and your greens, collards, cabbage. Uh, we have, of course, a lot of our summer harvest still here. Your tomatoes and cucumbers, squash, um, butter beans and peas so get those while they're here um when we start seeing those first cool mornings and that frost coming out we'll start losing a lot of those crops of course so come and get them while we still have them all right uh i, I uh i'm so glad that we still have butter beans and peas yeah but we're getting green so i mean it's that's a that's a nice healthy meal there that's right that's right kale spinach um turnip greens and mustard greens kale all those sorts of things I I'll heard somebody it. else. I, I, I saw a rerun of an Anthony Bourdain, the the late chef right. who traveled the world. He hated kale too. Oh, he did. Okay. He didn't. He didn't like it. No. Rufus and Anthony Bourdain. Oh, How about that? Oh, kale. <laughs> oh, kale. Everybody has their likes. Even with fat back, I don't know that <laughs> kale would be good. Right. Or oh. streaky lean. <laughs> but you like collards. Love collards. Right. Yeah. Yep. Love collards, cabbage, everything. Mm -hmm. Just don't like oak kale. Well, maybe we can come up with a recipe. That <laughs> well, if you hide it. Like. <laughs> if you ever had my vegetable soup. Oh, you, do you put kale in there? I I put whatever's out on the ground there in you my go. vegetable soup. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I would try it that way. And you, you don't even know what's in there. Do you, do you want to modify that some, what, what's out on the ground? <laughs> 
whatever. Be more explicit. What, what type of vegetables are planted? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so I was late getting stuff in. So it's it's going to be uh, December before I'm able to fix some soup. Uh-huh. But I've got my broccoli and my collards and my cabbage and uh, all kinds of goodies planted. Oh, yes. Radishes. Folks have, uh, have wrapped like up soup. the tomato season. I pulled up the yeah. last six tomato plants yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And they had tomatoes on them still, but I was yeah. like, eh, you got to go. Yeah. And we still have some tomatoes coming in. A lot of our farmers do those. You know, they stagger their crops. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll still have some up till, well, even past frost. Um, we have some late crop tomatoes. And we still have a good selection, still some heirlooms. Um, Romas and the cherry tomatoes, they're all still coming in. So and even still some candy how tomatoes. About, how about grapes? Yes, muscadine. the muscadine no. grapes. Oh, I haven't. And they're one of my favorites. So they are Mine too. in the short rows as well. Probably won't have those too much longer. So come and get those while you can. We can have a grape stomping sometime. Yes. Nelson, that, that sounds like something yes. that you would enjoy. I would. Yes. You <laughs> know, like, we did like one messing. here. We used to do one here years ago, and um, something I've had on my list to try to bring back. So we might get you guys as the celebrity grape stompers if we can How did get the it. health oh. department feel about that? <laughs> well, I don't know if anybody actually drank the juice after, but, you know. <laughs> I'd, have to wear, I'd, I'd have to wear shorts, wouldn't I? You could put on your galoshes. <laughs> That's and, right. Uh, yeah, you could wear your shorts and galoshes. Rufus said, "He could get be... some purple ones to go with his glasses. Oh my right God! Up, right <laughs> up on that chicken again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, now, Nelsa, you went. Uh, you scaled the side of a building. <laughs> I did. So last Saturday, uh, about this time, I was rappelling down. I believe it is now the third largest building in in Wake County, um, but the Wells Fargo building." So it's a 400-foot building, but I think we repelled about 350 feet. Wow. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I bet it was. <laughs> so so what were your, describe it for us, what were your thoughts before and after and during? Well, I thought that I was going to be extremely nervous, um, but I was so focused on paying attention to the detailed instructions. I mean, it, it, it was very safe. It was very, very safe. I felt very comfortable. Um, but what was funny is once I kind of literally went over the edge, which is the name of the event, which raises money for Special Olympics. I've done that so many times. <laughs> well, true that. But uh, but raises money for Special Olympics. Um, so, you know, the event uh, did pull in well over $100,000. So I think that's great. But when I did kind of get into my position and they're like, okay, you know, let's just – Go ahead and start, you know, and, and so I, I did. And every time my legs would hit the building, and this was the whole way down, even when I got on the ground, again, my butterflies or um, adrenaline, were they were all in check. I was good. But every time I touched the building, my legs were shaking like a leaf. Were you afraid so you I guess go- I was nervous. Were you afraid you were going to break a window? I, I, I was like, it, was, it was like, you know, when you get cold or the chills that chatter yeah. my legs just would not stop did you see anybody on the way down i mean were there people at the windows the little ants no oh. I, did, I didn't see people all i could see was our reflection and i had a oh, gopro okay. so that was pretty cool yeah but i tell you this one time i got about halfway down and i was going a little bit too fast and my brake locked up and I, it spun my body around so i was like hello raleigh Ooh, yes <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so i was trying to get myself turned back around and my, my fingertips could barely grabbed the building so i got myself straightened out they called me on the radio they said we're going to let the slack out of your line then you're going to let it out too much release the break and then you're you're back on your way so it was a lot of fun 
You know, I don't have a cardiologist yet, but I think (laughs) I would probably have one if I if I did that. You know, I I don't uh, I don't know that I'd I'd want to do that, but I admire you for for trying that and for doing it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, for great cows. Absolutely, and uh, we kind of partnered with. I say we, uh, Garden Hut, sponsored that um, via the Fuqua Marina Police Department. So yeah. uh, there were a couple of police officers that, that jumped the day before us, and uh, and then we went on Saturday. Not so literally. I mean, they, they, we're they, they repelled. <laughs> <laughs> repelled. <laughs> Lots of fun. Rufus, would you do that? No. <laughs> Absolutely no. I'm, Even I'm, if Senator Irvin asked you to do I, that? I would say, Senator, please excuse me. I'll have to disobey orders. <laughs> I am scared to death of heights. and It's funny growing up in the mountains like that, but I, I, I'd, I'd rather be taking a good whipping in a, than, than try to do what Nelson did. But God bless her. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's very interesting. How many people did it? I'm not sure what the total numbers were. Um, I feel like maybe 100 people went, like, on Friday, and maybe 100 went on, or maybe not quite that many. Golly. But, uh, you know. They, How many people went down at the, at the same time? <clears throat> Only two can go at a time. You can do the math. Only two can go at a time. But I think you kind of are in every 30-minute sections, se- segments. Because it, it took us about 20 minutes to get down. That's a long time. Yeah, it was. It was the best twenty minutes I spent. Now that twisting around, though, that that's a oh, it was. It was cool, but it was terrifying too. Big adrenaline rush, right? Yeah. yeah. Was that there was a very cra- safe? Was there a yeah. crowd formed at the bottom? There were. There were. Um, were they yelling jump? They were waiting to catch her. Unleash! 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 Oh my goodness! It just was a lot of fun. I mean, I I would totally do it again. Did you go back to work that day? I did. Oh, I did. I wanted to go hang out with my buddies Pam and and her husband and and friends, but um, I needed to get to work, and I was glad I did because we were really yeah. busy. How about mm-hmm. that? Okay. Yeah, you got a lot going on. When are you going to put up the Christmas trees? We, you know, <laughs> we started that um, two days ago, and um, I had my buddy Jerry come, and he works magic. So by the time we left uh, yesterday evening, I think we have eight trees up. It's looking wow, really good. Wow, already? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that'd be nice. I mean, we have to move stuff around, move stuff out, but it's, a, it's, it, it's looking really good. All right, so we'll be there with uh, the Weekend Gardener in a couple of weeks, and uh, that'll be a lot of fun. I think it will be. Be back at the Garden Hut, and who are you going to have for the, for the food trucks? That, let's see, next weekend is cockadoodle moo and the following weekend i believe is moon runners so i don't know if those are burgers and birds or what but uh it should be fun yeah, yeah. Awesome. and then open house will be coming up november 6th uh, i think we have the lobster dog truck and um mr a's beignets and i think buzzy bakes as well mr a's beignets is very popular oh, we've yeah. had them out a lot yeah we've had them um, I think we've had them just once this fall, but they'll be back. Okay. So um, what are some things we could be doing, any of you, uh, this weekend? Because I, th- I think the rain's going to clear out some by tomorrow. Anything we could be doing uh, into next week? Planting? Uh, can we be planting pansies and violas? I, I mean, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and you know, it's a good time to get a soil test too. But it's just, a, it's a great time to plant. It's a great time to, 
you know, turn your, your gardens over if you do vegetable gardens in the ground or to replenish some of your soil in your container gardens or raised beds. Um, it's not too late to sow things like radishes and carrots and um, if you want to do some um, garlic or onions, it, you know, it's not too late for any of that. I, I literally yesterday did just plant my cabbage and, and my cool season vegetables. Um, I previously had started lettuce and radish and things like that, but um, they're doing great coming up. Um, Mom's got her stuff planted at the farm, spinach and all that. So um, <clears throat> I'm curious to find out how her seeds have come up because she's been at the beach for a week. But um, other things in the garden to do, I mean, you know, deadheading, uh, just going and looking for any broken branches or damaged branches, going ahead and doing that, that, that cleanup early before all the leaves come down. Uh, refreshing some of your mulch is always a, a great thing to do. Um, you know, cutting back old annuals or pulling them out, um, just starting that tidy cleanup before we get into too much of cold weather. Another great important thing to do is if you've had your house plants outside, it's time to start like looking those over, looking for any pest, insects, get them treated while we're still warm, and then you can move them back into the home. That's the biggie with me to get that grapefruit tree in that my wife planted 50 years ago as a little girl. And I have taken care of that thing for 40 years You myself. got insurance on that thing? Oh, my. <laughs> I have to have help on that, but i gotta got to get it in. Uh, sort of October 15 is my date for taking things in. But now it, it's with global warming. I just said that bad word here on the program. With global <laughs> warming, uh, I, I'll make a venture that it won't get frost until two weeks after the 15th. Well, usually our first frost is around the first of November, and I think that's yeah. been pushed back even further. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I've got I've got two camellias to plant. One I've been in honor of my friend Steve that died, uh, which I have a habit of doing. I I take uh, a great idea a plant mm-hmm. to commemorate the a deceased friend. I've got uh, two hydrangeas. I've got a beautiful uh, Confederate rose that. Is that in the Mallow family? It's a hibiscus metabolis, yeah. Yeah. It's actually a hibiscus, yeah. Works pretty well around here. And I had one that came back every year. I think they're a little they're a little fussy. They bloom very, very late for us in this area. Uh, down coastal areas, you'll find them uh, blooming about a month ago or three weeks ago. So they, they certainly perform and bloom a little better down east than here in this area. They're kind of late, and then it's, all of a sudden we get that frost. Yeah. Not that you have time, but what would you uh, recommend doing this this week in the garden? Well, I know Nelson's named over a lot of the things I think is a good plan. And maybe repotting, like if you've got something that needs potting up yeah. from a, if it's kind of outgrown its pot, and especially if you house plants and things, you may want to be moving in. Or if it's something you want to divide, um, probably be a good time to think about doing that as well. Um, so, I think she named a lot of yeah, it, and, and you know, there's probably some and, others. I mean, it's time to, uh, you know, it's not necessarily time to plant bulbs. I'm going to wait till we get a couple frosts, but pick it's time out. to go pick them out because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, they stuff gets gone quick. And we know with, with the COVID year, we've seen how supplies have been. So um, if you're in the running or have a hankering to get bulbs, run out to your garden centers and get them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. that's right. That's right, and you know, super sod we have here on the market—they've been pretty busy I lately. I bet so. so um, if you're thinking about maybe you know upgrading or changing, or you know, you just got some bare spots, you want to add some sod, that they definitely would be glad to 
to help you, give you some advice. They have a little plot with all the different um, varieties that they have down there, so you can come out and look at that. And um, they'll help get you whatever amount you need, whether it's just a little bit or it's the whole truckload. They'll help fix you up. Um, they have some lawn supplies down there as well to help get you, you know, if you're having some issues, they can help you figure that out. And um, they have a list of folks also that can help with installation and that sort of thing if you're looking for that type of service. You can, uh, we are in the event center kind of a, on the patio, but uh, folks are, uh, some folks are selling state fair tickets. They are. We've got our state fair um, coming up starting on Thursday, and um, so you can get those advanced tickets ahead of time and save, save some money. So you can go out and maybe eat a little bit more when you go to the fair <laughs> with that money you saved. How about that? Golly. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's getting started up this Thursday. You know, I don't, I don't know that I eat that much. I go to Holder's Hot Dogs. I've been going there ever since I came to work here. And uh, I go to Al's, Al's French, fries. French Fries. But there, there's a place, uh, some folks have come up from Florida the last few years that make the best donuts. The Amish Donuts. Golly. They're so good. Just, those, those little no, they're no, they're huge. Feet. Oh wow, they're huge. I mean, they I are, think they probably have the donut holes too, but they these are huge. They, and they are awesome. Oh my, I, I, I they're was, out there kneading now, the dough. I have away. to get me a roast corn too. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. I get mine down near the NC State ice cream. I have to get that too. But, but you know, the, the Bunny Barn is not there anymore, and and the corn place used to be there, and yes. the smoke used to go in there, oh, and I yeah. used to get choked, and I miss that. <laughs> You miss getting choked. <laughs> and then you've got to see the flower show. Yes. Oh, well, Beautiful. It's always beautiful. Uh, yeah, that's tremendous. It is. And I tell you, um, if you're used <clears> to going out and going through the Got to Be NC tent, which is typically right there in front of the Carscott building, it has relocated, which is one of the areas that we do displays at for the market. Yeah. It'll be in the Dorton Arena this year. Oh, um, So all the Got to Be NC vendors where you usually walk through that tent, they are, um, will be all spread out inside the Dorton Arena and I was out there this week kind of getting a lay of the land to see exactly what we had to take out there to set up. It's going to be really nice. Wow. Um, have, they neat. have a cooking stage in there as well, so they're going to have different chefs in there doing little cooking shows all throughout, and um, a lot of great got to be and see vendors featured in there. I know there's a couple of our vendors who are actually going to be there. Um, Carolina Crispy Fries one of them, so be sure to go by and check these guys out and um take a walk through there and another exhibit we're really involved with is the field of dreams exhibit um great to take the kids through it's right there outside the dorton arena on the hillsboro street side and um it's where kids can walk through and they see all the different vegetables growing um they usually they may have it changed up a little bit but typically they get a little basket and they can pretend to harvest a few things and then they take it to market so there's like a little Farmer's Market stand set up there, and they take it and, like, get it weighed, and then they get money That's to go really in and cute. redeem it for a little prize bag. So it's really uh, a neat, cool. neat thing. And they have a little coloring contest there at that same exhibit for the kids. I was like, kids. is there an age limit? I would love to do that. All right. Nelson, no, adults we will, can do it, too. We will take you over there. <laughs> well, you yes. keep talking about me setting up a little stand. Well, I'm, I'm very should. interested in that, too, Monica. It's yeah. very neat. The Field of Dreams exhibit, I'm, I love it. I mean, I think it's great because, and I was out there, and they've got their garden. I mean, everything's looking beautiful this year. The peas I mean, were just loaded wow. full the other day, and it's really, really a neat exhibit. Everybody needs to make sure to take a walk through there. That's right. The, things are going to be laid out a little mm. bit different this year, as you mentioned, and that, that uh, extends throughout the, the fairground. So 
it'll still be the North Carolina State Fair. Can't wait. All right, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. It's 938. We're back at the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh, and it's slacking off. I mean, not the crew here, but the rain is uh, slacking off. I just looked at the radar, and there's still until about 1230 for the folks down in Smithfield, Selma area, and a little east. Uh, You're still going to be dealing with this until 1230 and farther east uh, longer than that. And then there's the low-pressure system that uh, may turn into the next tropical system. I don't know if they've determined that yet or not. So drive carefully this morning. Uh, that uh, will add to the problems on 40 East because they they've, they've, are trying to extend, make some more lanes out there around Clayton and, and beyond and uh, into Raleigh on uh, that side of 40. And it's, uh, it's certainly undertaking its toll. It's kind of like a... Uh, demolition derby out there sometimes and people backed up always so many so many folks moving to that part of the of the county and uh, Johnston County of course nice area but do be careful driving this morning or most any time right there 919-860-9783 919-860-WPTF we're at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh and Monica has gone now. She's gone to get the biscuits. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Rufus got the tenderloin. Nelson got the tenderloin. Ann got the ham biscuit. I got the uh, link sausage biscuit. And they're big biscuits. And that's that's all you need for breakfast. I mean, you can eat a little fruit if it makes you feel better. I have a feeling this will last breakfast, lunch. <laughs> it, it very <laughs> well could. We could set records. Well, we were there yesterday with the, uh, the film crew that came to my birthday party. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, this young man ordered a uh, ham biscuit, and I went like that. Well, he didn't pay attention to me. And, and he ordered, on, on that, he ordered a, another one that was a, a bacon biscuit. Big mistake. Was again. Big mistake. Unless he's he's and gonna. He ended up taking one with him. And yeah, he, I was about to say. He's a strapping young man. Yeah. So I'm gonna call him the biscuit man from here on out. <laughs> oh well, it's so good, and it's such a great place to go anytime. But on a day like this, it's it's just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I heard from the whip here. He says, "How's the whip? He hasn't called uh, lately." Yeah, he needs to call. He sent me a picture of his. His son, the Whip Jr., yeah, uh, who's out on the farm, and uh, I heard from Joe, the the bouncer, last week, who had, had who's growing some beautiful, beautiful uh, camellias that were blooming. He he showed me a picture of a of a Yuletide mm-hmm. blooming now. Now is that from from North Carolina or Virginia? Yeah, that was that was Virginia from oh. from Joe the Bouncer. Do you have any Yule tides blooming? I haven't seen them cracking open yet. Yeah, I think yeah. last year we did, didn't we? Yeah, we, we Earlier, did. Yeah. crazier. Yeah. So that's that for for the uninitiated. That is something that is associated more with Christmas time. It's an astounding, Christmas season. Astoundingly beautiful plant, too, and I've got... Yeah, bright red, uh, NC State red. Several uh, of 
what I call apple blossom. Is that? There is an the, apple blossom. I, I love that one. <clears throat> That's it, a white. White uh, and pink. little pink blush. Pink, yeah. 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 I've got three of those blooming very heavily. And Cangero and bur yeah. uh, sparkling the, burgundy. The, and right. They're Manza. blooming. Yeah. Mini no Yuki, the pretty white double. That's a pretty white. Setsugeka, nice one. Yeah, now how how tall does a mini Nayuki get? Mini Nayuki, um, it, it's very easy to keep it about a four foot height, four to five foot height, and and it's going to get that width as well. A lot of people, that, that, all of those plants, uh, the so called dwarf plants, are in great demand. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Knee high. <laughs> Knee high is good, especially with something like a Laura Pedlum. Yeah. Or a camellia. I've never seen one that stayed knee high that, <laughs> that they talk about, especially a, a Laura Pedlum. There, there are some. There truly well, are. I got one that I bought for about knee high, and it's out there now about 12 feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there are some. Yep. Golly. Well, I, I'm, I'm thankful to have them because I remember Irv Evans always saying, "Don't plant a Laura Pedlum under a window." No. <laughs> no. Which is, you know, a good practical thing to remember. Yeah. But there are, uh, there's so many interesting plants out there now. It's, it's over, is it overwhelming to you, Nelson? It's I mean, very hard to keep up with. And, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, you have these collections now, um, both Southern Living and, um, what is it, Garden Confidence and, and Star. And so there, there's all these different proven winners. There's all these different collections um, and so it's, it's, you know, it's marketing to some degree, but there's great horticulturalists behind it or breeders behind it. Uh, so, yes, it's hard to keep up with. It's fascinating. It's fun as well. Um, you know, I feel like when I first did this radio show, uh, I believe it was in the early 90s or 94 or something like that, I felt like we always got the same 12 calls about the same 12 plants. You know, Liriope, Bradford Pears. Boy, baby, we've That's come what a long you thought way. of this show back then? Or just, I, it, just, well, it was true. Just we, the we same would, old junk. We huh? would, well, we would answer about roses, Liriope, yeah. Bradford Pears. Yeah, I know Pears, what you mean. I, I do. So I, it's just amazing the plant industry, yeah. the plant world that has. Brilliant people. Yes, yes. So by the like, way, I think, it was, speaking of another one that was very generic, was the, the red tip. And I think I've got yep. one of the few that's left. That's a and shame that, that, that they That plant left. will, I don't know what they, what they, I don't know what it will be called other than a red tip, but, um, <clears throat> so that plant's made a comeback, but it's not like the, the, the red tip, the Fatinia, Fraser right. eye, if you will, but it's a Well, this a is one that, that uh, our, our tree company has saved, it's sprayed, it, it's sprayed yeah. it twice a year, and it's one of the old ones, and I had at least 10 die, though. Yeah. Four or five years ago. There's about three different species of um, fatinias that do well. I've seen some in the South Carolina area that are just stunning, beautiful, never affected by that entomosporium. But uh, as I say, um, there are some fatinias I think we'll start seeing on the market here in the next few years that that don't get that, that disease, Good. that problem. I think so. it's a beautiful tree. Yeah. Uh, they were stunning. Mm -hmm. and, and in the 80s, late 80s, so, early 90s, mm -hmm. for instance, they... They were everywhere. Yeah, and 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 that's what got us in trouble. Right. Those same twelve plants, you know. I mean, but uh, yep. Um, there was another plant I was going to recall, and it just it just went out the <laughs> it just went out of my. We well, know the knockout roses had had 
everybody planted those. And we still have plenty of them around. We do. And we're we had starting a, to see problems with those now. Again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, Rosetta or. Yeah. Rose Rosette. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, gosh, red tips and Leland Cypress, I mean, it, it really pushed this, uh, the green industry uh, in North Carolina and I'm sure other states as well. I mean, they, they were money makers and they were, go, they, you know, they were great plants at that time. There are better plants now. Yes. Is there anything that grows as fast as a Leland Cypress? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, we talked about green giants a little earlier, Japanese cedars. Um, there's, uh, there's, there are junipers that will grow very fast, um, kind of that eastern red cedar. I mean, yeah, it, it's a juniper, but it's called eastern red cedar. It's cultivars of that. Um, there's the Arizona cypress or Carolina sapphire, blue ice. Uh, those are great as well, that beautiful blue-rich color. Uh, Arizona cypress is a, is a must-have yeah, if you, if you have beautiful. the room. Yeah, 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 and and you know we were talking about Laura Pedulums. I mean, that's just such a compliment um, to have the blue plant and then the burgundy plant. So, plant uh, don't just plant a, a row of these. Plant all of the above, all the things sure, that you mentioned I mean, together. If, yeah. if you want a, a, a border that will block your neighbor's house or something. Yeah, anyway. yeah or just uh, one area, or if, you know, you're on smaller properties, then uh, there there are Jantar arborvitas, emerald arborvitas. Uh, we were talking about the North Pole arborvita, uh, but there's several uh, smaller type, um, you know, upright plants to give you a little bit of privacy or to block an eyesore um, that can grow on these smaller properties. So there, there's just so many great choices. I really encourage people to, to get out to garden centers. And um, I feel like we're the folks of all the garden centers in, in our area that, that really know how to help you yeah. with the right plant for the right spot. Yeah, no doubt about that. Mary is uh, from Matthews. Uh, Mary, are you calling us from Matthews this morning near Charlotte? Yes, it is. Oh, how... Are you a regular listener? You bet. Well, bless your heart. How's everything down there this morning? Well, we're drying out. You got all the rain that we had uh, yesterday. But aren't you glad to see it? Yep. Sure. Yeah. So how can we help you? Well, about a year ago when I was up uh, visiting and you were broadcasting from Logan's and ran into um, Rufus. And he said, oh, come on over and talk to us. So I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I remember. Yes. Um, thank you, Rufus. I'm calling today to find a suggestion for a shrub that is columnar and that can take direct sun during the summer. My garden faces west, and it gets really hot. So, so you, you want a tree? Or do you... You want a tree? How high? A shrub? How no, no, high? No, 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 no. I'm you said a columnar narrow plant. Building and I, I can't get too high, yeah. but okay. um, something that I can keep under control. Yeah. So you did say a columnar, more narrow type plant? Yes, I did. Okay. So um, there is a Jantar arborvita. There are some emerald arborvitas. They can take the full sun. They're grown in full sun, uh, but they need good soil amendments, and they need to get their roots established. And so that you know, you may have to do some watering, or you will have to do some watering 
uh, in summer. But those are two great ones. Um, there's also a, a shorter, narrow arborvitae. I was talking about North Pole, and there's another one, and I just can't think of the name of it right now. Uh, but there's some great plants out there that would do well for you in that situation. There's, there's certainly a lot of plants that are, are considered dwarf, but there aren't a lot of, of the columnar types that, yeah. out there. So you are limited to some extent, but that's, uh, that's interesting. Why, why that shape? I'm sorry, what did you say? Why, why that shape for the plant? Because that's all the room I have for it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's a very practical thing there, Mary. I, uh, so mention those again, Nelsa, that you, uh, you the, like. The uh, Ember Gold or Jantar Arbovita, uh, North Pole Arbovita, um, the Emerald um, Arbovita is also a good one. Um, what do you- what do you think of, uh, I think there's something called Tiny Tower? Yes, um, that's that's a good one, too. Um, pretty slow growing, but that, that's a nice one as well. What kind of plant is that? It's a type of conifer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, you know, there's sky pencil holly. Um, some yeah. people like them, some people don't. Well, I have something called it Italian Cypress, Cypress. That, that's mm-hmm. about in diameter would be about a foot. Now it will grow tall, but it's, it stays pretty narrowly yeah. about yeah. a foot. And you know, I'm not sure Matthews. I mean, I know the Charlotte area fairly well, um, but there are some Podocarpus that stay pretty narrow and upright. Same thing with um, with the uh, the taxes, the upright. Uh, taxes Th- those are used the podocarpus oh yeah um, those are really pretty I've really been integrating those into um, a lot of our customers yards in our area of Fuquay as well as I've been using some uh, on a coastal location but um, the the taxes definitely is very very cold hardy um, I believe there's one uh, it's not dense of formus but there there are some upright ones I just I just can't think of the cultivar um, but, you know, that would be a good choice as well. Okay. Rufus, do you grow the Italian cypress at your place? Yes, I certainly do. And it, it, it seems to be disease-free. Uh, it, as I said, it's uniform in its width. Now, now mine now is about 20 feet tall. I don't think you want one that tall, do you? But it, it's, it's cold-hardy? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, okay. Ita- well, Italian Cypress. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mary, for calling us and call us more often. I will. Okay. Have a good that, day. You Great. too. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, 919-860-9783. We're at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh waiting for our biscuits. It's 952. <laughs> For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF for the Weekend Gardener, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We're uh, back at the State Farmer's Market. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you, if you ever wanted a pumpkin or if you just want to sit in the car and look at pumpkins, Uh you can do that. 
if you want to. Or you can come up here on the porch with us at the event center, kind of in the median between the the market shops and and uh, we're kind of, I guess, craft area. And building number two there, they're, they're all from all over the place, from this uh, area and from a lot of pumpkins from up in Sparta. I don't know if other areas of the mountains, Nelson, I know Sparta's, I mentioned Sparta was big on that. Other areas of the mountains big with pumpkins? So is it something, something about the terrain or? I believe, does that say Garner, North Carolina? The far, I can't, I, th- I can't tell what that says. Uh, but there, there probably are several places in, in uh, the mountains that um, have pumpkins other than just Sparta. Yeah. Well, I know that uh, they have have grown them around here. Out on Lake Wheeler Road, mm-hmm. they uh, they used to have them. Same place they had uh, strawberries, mm-hmm. strawberry field. I don't yeah. know if they've done that for a while, but yeah. I, and uh, you know, I think that's what you'll find is is you may not necessarily have vendors specifically at the market, but there are tons of pumpkin growers, even. Even just uh, Willow Springs, there are pumpkin patches, yeah. fields everywhere, um, and and even you know up towards Wake Forest, just all over. Uh, but I guess they just, you know, kind of cater to their local markets or local areas or festivals and, and things of that nature. Um, and of course, there's a lot of wholesaling that goes on, and yeah. there's a lot of us garden centers and and uh, food markets that that bring in uh, lots of pumpkins. Yeah, you have them. Oh yeah, yeah. We we got in about ten bins total. Okay, we'll be back. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead. This is WPTF in Raleigh. 